of you and you are going to be aware of what God is saying in you and as you and through you but what you cannot do is allow fear to cause you to go back why because it's a path that he's gonna make and God is the consuming fire and the fire come to take away everything that's not like him in us because it's what we brought on to help make our lives better it's what we were taught it's what they said it was done to us and we come up with a conclusion our own narrative and i stand here today flat-footed to tell you that you can give that up because that has never been you anyway And I know walking into the unknown is scary, but I'm telling you it's all God. You got to deal with your imagination as to what they told you the devil was and was not. We have more conversations about him than we do about the spirit. We, we run from him and fight him more so than focusing on the spirit. But have you noticed, have you noticed that this fire that they, that they have told us that's going to consume this world, that the Bible says that God is the consuming fire? And we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so he wants to burn away some things in our world, meaning I want to come through in you. My God. Second Timothy verse 1. Chapter 1, verse 7 through 10. Oh, God. I like to sweat before I get up here. That means it's going to be a good day. 2 Timothy, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 7 through 10. For God had not given us the spirit of fear. Listen what he has given us. But of power, meaning ability of the spirit. Of love, meaning the spirit. And a sound mind meaning the spirit oh my god take take me out the equation and you're not taking the, the the true you out the equation you're taking all this knowledge that you have gained that have caused you to lose your ability that have caused you to transfer transform from love to hate for, from love to depression from love to sadness from love to fear and he says and i'm to give me that old dysfunctional mind and i have given you a sound mind that's what came from God verse 8 be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord nor of me in prison as a prisoner but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God see you got to know the power of God in order to understand the afflictions Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verse 9, I had to walk away and come back. Who have saved us? And we talk about the power of God. Who have saved us, called us with an holy, with a, an, an, an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us where? In Christ Jesus, whoo, before the world began. My God, that means something happened before we got here, deep. 
He gave us something before we got here. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, we knew each other. Come on here. In eternity, Kenny. The one that they say I got to die to get to, to see, to know, to perceive him. He said, I gave you something in eternity before you got here. That I'm trying to get back out of you now. I know I've allowed this to go on for so long. But now I'm calling you with the holy calling. And holy ain't got nothing to do with your clothes. Holy means you have been set aside for his use. Before the world eons begin. Verse 10. But it's now. Ooh, this going to mess you up right here. This going to mess you up. But, but, but is now <laughs> made manifest. Yeah, the God, the one that we keep waiting on that's going to break the cloud. Second uh, Timothy for, uh, chapter 1 verse 10 say, but is now made manifest by the appearing. Oh my God. Y'all keep waiting on him. Keep waiting on him to crank the sky. Keep waiting on him to come. Keep waiting on the world to end. But now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. What's going to manifest? Uh, who has saved us? Who has called us and set us aside for his work uh, according to his own purpose and grace that was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world uh, began. And now I'm charging you that what I have put in you be made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. My God, oh, it's going to get right in here today. My God, topic for conversation, the keeper of the vision. My God, you have, your life has way more meaning than you think. And I'm telling you, Chris, it's valuable. Oh, God, when God have use of you, drop everything and go to running. My God, the keeper of the vision. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We bless your name and we honor you. We give you praise. We lift you up higher and higher. We thank you for what has been said and done, the worship that has gone forth, that has caused our mind to start thinking at a higher vibration than it ever have before, thinking more of ourselves because we're beginning to see your choice, you in us. We take no glory, we take no honor for it, but we give you the glory and we give you the praise because this did not have to be. It could have been the other way and that still would have been your choice. But he says, I'm calling you out of darkness into the marvelous light so that that that's on the inside of you can be on display while you're living in this earth realm. So we bless you and we honor you in Christ's name. Let every heart say amen. Today is purpose day. Today is a day that we set aside. Although every day should be purpose day in our lives. But today is a day that we set aside 
to, to really think about and give thought to why we live, why we have this breath, why do I have this body, why was I really born in the environment that I was born in, why was I born to the parents that I was born to in the family that I was born in, why have I had the, why did I have the experiences that I had? My God, today is a good day. I want to say thank you to the visionary, which is Sister, Sister Antavia Blunt. Why? Because last year around this time, me leaving the office going out for lunch, and she asked me what was what did purpose mean? And I turned around and I looked at her. Why? Because I realized you ain't going to talk about nothing unless you've been thinking about something. And I began to share with her different things. That's the reason why when she come to me about CEC, we got to understand, we always want to go find the people that we think better than us and that they're doing so much better to come and, and speak on our behalf. So she was talking about it. I was actually fixing me some coffee. And I just looked and she's like, well, I want to, uh, uh, she wanted one of her brothers, which I, I, I admire a lot, to, to come and say because she felt like he he, he was the one that understood purpose, and he had function in it. And I turned, and I, and I looked at her. I said, but it is you that's having the thoughts. So you put your thoughts down on the paper, and that is good enough. And did she not do a great job? That's what I'm trying to tell us. What newness is breaking ground in you? What fresh ideas, what revelation are you receiving that you are sitting on because you think others can do it better than you? Others have it more together than you. Like I said this morning, we're going to realize this. And I don't care what your title is in the, church, in the church organization, but you better know the Bible says that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Meaning what? When he calls us out of, he have called every last one of us from the same place singing error thinking. I don't care if you have big words, you have short words, or we don't even understand nothing you're saying when you talk. But you better know we all came from the same place. We gonna stop letting people fool us. Now we'll get to the text. You are the keeper of the vision. I want to make that clear before I get started. So I named this sermon keeper, the keeper of the vision because I don't believe we realize how essential and valuable, valuable, valuable our existence is to God. Keeper means the caretaker is defined as a person who manages or looks after something or someone. God has said, I'm going to lock purpose away in you and in the body that I have given to you. And one day I'm going to call, I'm going to have a recall on it, meaning I need you to bring it back to me, to that, that thing which I placed in you, means meaning come up to fruition, meaning come up out of you, meaning it's time for you to be a new person, a renewed person. So, so he says, uh, 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 this thing, you're a, care, a caretaker, a keeper of something that I don't even think you realize that you have. Why? Because we keep giving ourselves to people, places, and things that don't see us the way God sees us and therefore causing us to view or manage ourselves in the shadows of life instead of the light 
of Christ. Why? Because we're so people conscious. If I listened to people, I would have been quit a long time ago. Deke, I wouldn't even try to do nothing. Why? Because they diagnosed my behavior. Why? Because diagnosing behavior, even I know I got the behavior, but when people diagnose your behavior, that's a simple, a simple way of saying you can't help me. Because why? Because I see what I'm doing. I need to know why that I'm doing it. They don't know how to get inside your head. Why? Because they still seeing in darkness. Anybody declare your behavior, they don't know spirit. Because spirit see past where you are and what into, into what has been placed in you before you got here. Come on here, somebody. Our purpose or the reason we have spirit life is to fulfill that which was agreed upon before entering this world. The prerequisite to having spirit life is you must be called out of darkness into light. Yes. Meaning you must know what darkness is and you must know what light is. And most of the time we don't. When you get to talking about darkness, the first thing they call up is the devil. And that's the reason why people don't want to be even, even having uh, people even knowing that they have some dark moments, that they have some dark times, that they sit on the side of the bed wondering how in the world can I get from this place? And lo and behold, I can't go tell nobody because all people want to do is gossip. All people want to do is make sure they run and tell your stuff without, so that you won't pay attention to their stuff but the truth of the matter is darkness just means ignorance it means that you are unaware that you're living from your humanity and you have no idea that spirit exists and then light is the fact that you understand that you're walking this false p-h-o-s and it means that you're understanding who you really are your totality self your total self in the eyesight of god See, if you're going to judge me, the Bible say judge me in front of God. Put me, talk about me in front of my daddy. So in verse 6, Paul is reminding Timothy to what? To stir up the gift of God within. He's, when I think about the word stir, it reminds me when I'm cooking like soup or, or whatever the case may be, and the food settles at the bottom of the pot. But to make sure that all the seasoning are, 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 are being dispersed evenly, uh, you, uh, you have to stir the pot to bring that that is settled at the bottom and to play with everything that's in the pot. And so Paul reminds Timothy that he's the keeper of the vision by way of the gift God has given him, and it just needs stirring. Come on here, somebody. You don't need to run. You don't, need to, you don't need to fight no devil. You ain't coming up the rough side of the mountain. You need to start stirring this thing. So, so he was afraid. Timothy, the reason why Paul says to Timothy, God has not given you the spirit of fear. Why? Because here's this word, persecution had broken out. And, and, and he was afraid to go preach the gospel because he had already been put in jail in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 23. And Paul is saying, uh, Timothy is saying, I'm finna back up from this thing. Why? Because I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for all this, but I beg the difference. You signed up for everything. And the persecution in, the, in, in, in those days, they didn't want the gospel preached. But let me tell you, they don't want the gospel preached today. 
but it's more so about your mind. It's more so, more so about who you think you are versus what God says about you. And so when you try to do anything regarding God, your own mind come up against you and tell you that that is not so. And it start causing you to remember the things that you did, to remember the things that you got caught up in, to remember the things that was done to you. And his mind started tripping on him. And Paul says, I'm telling you, you're going to have to watch your mind. You're going to have to start stirring. And stir means to kindle up. It means to inflame, to ignite, ignite one's mind. It means to breathe, to live again, signifying something was on fire at one point, but it has died. And I'm going to say this right here, and I'm going to keep it moving. Because here's the thing. When you know God are calling you out of darkness, let me tell you something. If, if, if you start fighting yourself, you remain in a state of darkness, and you remain in a state of death. And so, and then you too scared to go on because in this day they was locking people up or then my mind is fighting against me and I'd rather not have neither either, either or but let me tell you something you gonna die either way you gonna die in your carnality or you gonna die to live in spirit mm -hmm. so he says restore the fire the fire the zeal in mind for the gift Gift meaning charisma right here, the grace for spiritual influence that God gave to him. His fire, his passion, his zeal was out due to the mountain persecution that was taking place in the time. Persecute. Listen at this means to harass. It means trouble or mistreat someone or to chase after one as they flee. Here's a cheat sheet for you. When you are working on transforming your mind to align it with the spirit within you, persecution is going to come and its purpose is to kill your fire so you can keep playing with it and keep backing up from what you know God is pushing you toward you ain't doing nothing but putting your place in your, your, your life in a place of conformity where nobody gets the glory out of it you're not even living you existing Walking around here, well, I really don't bother, bother nobody. You know, I, I really don't, don't uh, 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 do that to protect my peace. When I, if you don't have the Holy Ghost actively working in you, you don't have peace. You don't want people to know how dysfunction and crazy that you are. That's the reason why, because that's what persecution do. And that's what me not want y'all to know anything about me. I back myself up in a place of isolation. And I'm at home. I see about 10 of y'all in here. Oh, God, I saw some it vividly and you at home not even liking yourself you at home crying all the time you at home depressed in a dark place and you don't want nobody to know it because you want to keep this image when you go out you smile and I started to bring this picture that they had on Facebook where they had a case a man had a case, y'all might have seen it, but he had a case like how you put your shoes in something he had a case of faces and so they were standing there trying to figure out what face they were going to put on for the day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It, it gets better, though. It gets better. Y'all going to stop going to that closet trying to figure out what face you're going to put on today. Why? Because you're going to get ready to turn and face the Lord God that wants to govern your life. And you're only going to have one face. That's one face for the job, one face for the church, one face when I'm out and when I'm traveling, one face, one face, one face. So, in fact, 
Here's the scripture. Second Timothy says this, that everyone who wants to live godly, a godly life in Christ, Jesus will suffer persecution. Ain't no escaping it. But it's more not so much as to what people are doing to you as you are doing to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Life is a process of developing vision and fulfillment. No development and growth, no fulfillment. No development and growth, no fulfillment. So if you take your persecution any other way except for about your development and growth, see, we, see we, I'm telling you, we always, somebody say something to you, we, we don't ever think because we surface level thinkers. And so I think to respond, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, 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 if somebody say something to you, we quit. We want to respond immediately, but we don't think, we don't uh, 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 listen to understand. We just, why? Because our mind is always on 9,000. God can't get a word in edgewise. I already know what I'm doing. I already know I'm going to make the same plan that I've seen it fail 25 times, but I'm still going to get back up. I'm going to dust myself off. Why? Because I'm going to show them, oh, y'all ain't seen the real me. And I'm going to get on Facebook, and I'm going to be all this right here showing you, oh, it's a, this, a, this a setup for a comeback. And I'm about to show you. I'm about to move here, and I'm about to move there. And then in about 10 months, you don't even see the post anymore. You don't even see the pictures anymore. Why? Because it don't cave then again. But let me tell you the good news about that. When it comes to God he's just trying to show you that that's not him because what he placed on the inside of us does not die it don't die so we must find purpose we must find Timothy you must find purpose and you must find the reason the reason why you live the reason why you have the breath come on here somebody the I, I am come on here the keeper of the vision so he says, Timothy, God had not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love. Spirit here is, notice the, the, the first letter of it. It's not capitalized. It's a lowercase s. He, that didn't come from God. Meaning uh, that, that breath, that, 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 that what you speaking, that uh, from the lack of mental or moral strength, that seed of fear that you are speaking from, that timidity, that anxiety, that weakness didn't come from God. Because God has a sure plan for his people, and his plan is about him in us. It's not about us. It's about the use of us. And that's why we get crossed up, too. This is my life. I'm going to do what I want to do with it. Let that breath leave and see what happens. That show you right there how we're not in control. They have to come get you. They have to dress you. Teresa got to come put some perfume in my hair. She got to come put some clothes on me. They got to pick me up, lay me in the unit. They got to roll me around. If I'm so in control, why am I there? Because that's what darkness do for you. Somebody's got to pick you up. They got to close you. It's all about the outside voice, what they say. And they, they didn't like my hair. Let me go change my hair. And now I'm finna change it for them. They don't like my job. They don't like whatever it is about me. And now I'm going to go change it for, for them. And the whole time, we really don't like it ourselves. 
we don't care for ourselves because somebody got to influence us. And that's the reason why society, that's the reason why our environment, that's the reason why religion, that's the reason why our experiences keep talking to us and it tormenting us. You let your mama say something to you that you, that, that, uh, because she should have known better. And you, here you is, 25 years old, can't even get past the fact that you are looking for somebody to say what she wouldn't say, but you do it unconsciously. Because our soul has to be influenced. Our soul, the living soul that God gave us, can only give an image, it can only give imagination. So something has to influence us. Y'all making me work hard in here. That didn't come from God. Fear. That didn't come from God. He says, basically, he's saying, Timothy, examine your soul, your mind. Because that's not God. You're, you're giving life to fear. You're, ooh, you're breathing. You're, you're giving life. You're, you're speaking out of your heart, the center of who you are, fear and timidity and a weak heart. And you're giving in to the fact that you're being tormented. You're being chased after. Why? Because we won't slow ourselves down. We keep going. We keep thinking busy. It's God. We keep thinking busy. It's God. We keep thinking busy. It's God. And God is saying, I'm over here waiting for you to settle down your sickness, your, your five senses to bring them down so I can get a word in edgewise. It's through your breathing, through your breath, breath, the words, the ideas, the thoughts that we're giving life to from the center of who we are. Fear is a parasite. It drives away divine guidance and produces a weak heart. I mean, to yield God fruit, we must be led. That's the reason why we are imitators. That's the reason why we pretend we may like, we act like. Why? Because if I come in here and I'm dressed accordingly and I'm driving accordingly, I'm living accordingly, according to society, all we say is God. But I'm here to tell you today, and I'll get to it in a minute, that that ain't God. That's your humanity. Able to go to work, have a good credit score. You're able to go to college. But how we serve God is in our mind. question we should be asking ourselves is are we functioning in the spirit life without the spirit which ain't no way possible but we may like we do oh god let circumstances and situation come up that's when we know when it's who it really is mm -hmm. let, let opportunity meet desire and see who shows up but here's the thing god don't don't stand there and judge and say Look at your nasty self. I knew this was going to happen. No, he's saying, I want you to see what you keep choosing that's not me. Yeah. 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 See, see, we learned last week that our serving in the ministry don't say we serving God. But our thoughts should be, I work a man or woman vision while coming into vision for myself. It's a difference in vision and sight. So your reason for coming here is more about your develop and growth into your vision so that you can discover that that has been placed on the inside of you that was done in eternity that has nothing to do with me except that I preach the gospel, except that I tell you that you have it, except that I let you know that God has a new life for you that's waiting to to bud, but it's going to start with your internal man. Yeah. 
It's not going to start with your outer man. So you can keep putting on for the city. And the city keep failing you. Why? Because city can't give you life like God give you life. That may like it, ain't like it. Y'all ain't tired. Where the rent money? Where driving and running around here and doing all these things to an outer? Keep being pretty, but make sure your heart is just as pretty as your external. The intended purpose of serving under leadership is our spiritual development and growth, not making them your God. I'm going to say that again. The intended purpose of serving at Antioch Life Enrichment Center, meaning you're a preacher, you're an usher, you sing in the choir, you're a deacon, you work uh, media, you work sound, you cook, you clean out the toilet. The purpose of serving under my leadership is our spiritual development and growth, not making your leader your God. Your leader was born into sin, and your leader has to develop and grow just like you have to develop and grow. Romans chapter 7 verse uh, 25 declares that we serve God in our mind. With that knowledge, it is our mind that needs transforming to see spiritually. So my question is, when are you going to develop what you have? My God, when are you? He, he says it. He says here what he has given us, and we are like we don't have nothing because we are definitely now like never before in a microwave generation. I want it now. Put it in the microwave. I don't wait for it. I wait for it. The oven take too long. So, so I'm going to go try to pay you. Give me a word. I'm going to try to pay you. Give me a word. I'm going to try to pay you to give me something that I already have, just need developing and need processing. Y'all ain't figured it out yet. Y'all don't bought the water, the handkerchief, the prayer, the prayer shawl. You don't bought the clock, the watch that talk to you, that speak scriptures every hour. You don't bought all these tangible things. You wear the cross around your around your neck when you when you uh, 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 get out of bed. Your, when you put your foot on your mat, it say Jesus. Hebrews chapter 9 says that this new covenant is not going to be made with man's hands. I don't care what they say, the miracle spring water. Let me tell you something. Have you noticed about uh, 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 the miracle spring water? They always have us up there talking about I got checks, houses, cars, and land. You don't hear nobody talking about my heart was fixed. You don't have nobody talking about how I began to love myself. You don't have nobody talking about how God raised me up in my mind and now I know that my life has purpose. Look like, make like, act like. And then we follow after that foolishness. If you're going to give, give to me because you love me. Don't give to me. I'm telling you what you need to know. I don't have no magic portion or blue pill. So when are we going to start developing what we have? What we have, Donna, we have power. We have the ability of the spirit within us. We have love. 
agape, unconditional and sacrificial the benevolence that God shows and that God gives at a ma as a manifestation of his spirit bearing fruit in the heart of those that yield to it. A love that impels one to sacrifice oneself for the benefit of the object. My God, meaning you have something on the inside of you. Why are we so hateful and nasty? Why, why are we so depressed? Why are we so downtrodden? Why are we so mad and angry? Why, why, why? Because the center of who we are has been influenced and infiltrated by outside intoxicants that need the spirit of God within us to come in and, and do a work in us. God is not counting how many times you ushered. He's counting how many times I was able to pierce through your darkness. We have power. We have love. And we have a sound mind. Meaning sound judgment. Self-control. Perceive wisdom within us, in our mind, and in our soul. So when are we going to start developing it? And he says in verse 8, and don't you be ashamed, Timothy. Paul is saying, don't you allow shame, pride, embarrassment to, to uh, be, uh, me being a prisoner to prevent you from being the testimony, the evidence that God, that the Lord exists in you. My God, why? Because I'm going to tell you, the same people that put Paul in jail is the same people coming out bragging that he ain't, he ain't a man of God. He in jail when you know you have put him there. The same people that come after Timothy, because I'm gonna tell you something about your carnality. When you used to thinking and functioning and reaction, reacting a certain way, it's gonna fight you. And so here come this newness in the light that I'm way more than what I thought I was. And it's sit there trying to, trying to make me lose my mind because it don't want me to develop and grow and turn around and tell me, I told you you were nothing. Y'all keep acting like y'all mind don't talk to y'all. That's fine. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm moving on. But the same people that put Paul in jail is because the, they wanted to stop the gospel is the same people that'll do what they do to you and turn around, know they set the trap for you, and you fail for it because of weakness of heart and turn around and expose you. That's exactly what our carnality does to us. Cause us. And then we walk in pride and embarrassment. Why? Because I don't want y'all to know that this is really where I am. But I'm praying for a church. I'm praying for a body of Christ that when someone comes, can come in here and be totally naked and transparent, and we sit there and we love. Why? Because we don't build up love. And we, we, we love and we encourage the people because we can't make the change for them, but we don't talk about them and we don't try to act like we are above them and better than them, but we actually take them on, love them, encourage them, and help just keep saying, you got it, you got it, you got it. Because I'm going to tell you something, 
it is not my job to make sure you develop in growth. It is your job to make sure that you develop in growth. I'm your coach. I'm your, I'm going to inspire you. I'm your encourager and tell you I don't care how much green stuff you got on you. Let's go. As you begin to move, the green stuff will move off of you. And I'm praying for a church one day that love people. But the first thing you got to do is love yourself. You can't give what you don't know you have. All the church do is try to figure out, let me check your spirit. Baby, you better check your spirit. But we get caught up into that. Especially if we think they are people of influence. I'm telling you, don't let nobody influence you more than the spirit within you. So he says, don't be ashamed of of your testimony, your witness that you are, because that what's in you is a witness that that God lives. And he says, and and don't you be ashamed that I'm put in prison. He said, because they can't stop this, because Paul preached more in prison than he did when he was out traveling. He sent letters. Paul said, I I don't care. Honey, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do to this body. But y'all make sure y'all, somebody come see me. I got a letter to give and and take it back to the people. However, I got to get done my purpose and assignment, because I understand I'm a prisoner. That's the reason why when you see Paul's letters, he always open up with saying, I'm a prisoner of the Lord. Meaning I'm a slave to what God wants to do with this body and this mind and this soul. And that's what we don't want to do. He says, don't you get embarrassed. Be a partaker. Paul, be a partner. Paul is speaking from a place of matter of fact. Assurance, this is the correct route of the affliction, the hardship, the adversities, the trouble of the gospel of the good news. But so, but he says, but do so by according to or in agreement with the power or ability of God. So if you don't know the God within you, you agreeing with something, and the trouble that you're bringing to you does not allow for development and growth. But if you will come into alignment, be a partaker for the gospel, and come into alignment with the spirit within you, you're going to go through for your development and growth not to kill you am I making sense come in agreement with the power of God meaning to walk to live through it as it come with the power or ability of God and of love and a sound mind so if you don't take nothing away from here today at least know I have love I have power and I have, have a sound mind. So if I'm not functioning in it, no judgment or condemnation, that means I get to develop. See, y'all be around people that be talking down on you because they talk down on themselves and a person cannot see you any further than where you are until they see themselves differently. I went to a meeting I was invited to something, and I went to a meeting, and y'all know how I am. I pulled out that cash me. It was cold outside. And the girl, the girl that was doing the meeting, she said, oh, my God, you walked in here like a million dollars. I'm telling you, that ain't, that ain't arrogance. That's confidence of the spirit within me. And if people talk about me and don't care to really get to know me, I don't ever chase it. <laughs> get yourself some. It's enough room at the top for everybody in God. 
And if you really knew me, you'll know it ain't even about me. Even in my drunk days, I dressed up. Oh yeah, I went and bought the finest outfit. I went and made sure I had my stash and I, my hair was done. So ain't nothing changed. I was gonna look like the bride of checking when the night was over with. And when I finished preaching, I looked like the bride of checking. Y'all better get y'all some God. Instead of letting the streets use me, I answered the call for him to use me. I get better. I don't wake up with a headache, hungover. I don't wake up not loving myself. I, I don't wake up like I'm still here. Because when you're doing that stuff, you're basically trying to kill yourself. You mean I didn't hit nobody? I didn't kill myself drink driving, drunk driving. I didn't kill, I didn't, didn't kill nobody. And we we so crazy and, and, and operating. I don't know why God is. I know why He's leading me this way. So and we are operating in this place, and, and 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 we still wake up. I want you to know something about still waking up. That means you have you have opportunity. That means you can change some things in your life. That means you can put the work in on yourself. When I watch classmates die, I watch friends have car wrecks. <laughs> God, you still waking up? When, 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 when you, when you, when you uh, uh, done did so much of it, when you do go off to sleep, the next day you wake up, you still high and drunk from it. And I'm still waking up. Oh my God. Does that mean that my life has purpose? That, that, does that mean that I can, I can move into another life? Does that mean that I can learn something else about me? Does that, does that mean that, that God can use me? Listen at this. Verse 9. Why, why all that? He says, become a partaker of it. Why? Because it is God who uh, saved us. Verse 9. Yeah, it's God who, who, who going to heal me, make me whole, deliver me from perishing. Mean, perishing meaning you're not going to live a life of separation from God in eternity. What it is, you live a life of, of a, with a temple that's unfinished, that's not completely built. That means you are perishing, you are dying, and you are succumbing to your environment, to your experiences. You are succumbing to religion. You are succumbing to society. That means that they can't give you life. They can leave you in ruins, but that's what the life that you're living. But it's God who saves me. It is God who called me. Meaning he invited us, summoned us with the holy call. Oh, my God. Holy means set us aside for his use. He invites us to work for him through his son. It is God. Why I don't want to know God. Why I don't, don't want to know the one that's going to save me, that's going to call me out of darkness into light, and not only that, going to put me to work for him. Yeah. Oh, God, did y'all know y'all was the keeper of the vision? Listen at this, though. But it's not according to our works. 
Because they tell us, honey, you better walk this white line. Don't you are going to hell. You better dress this way. You better wear this right here. You better look like this. You better talk like this. Why? Because God is not, no, no, not God. They, they talking about Santa Claus. Saying he, he watching. He, he, you, he watching. He making a list. You're going to check it twice. And he, he knows when you've been naughty or nice. So, so if you walk this white line, I'm going to drop something off on you on December 25th. But God is talking about life. He talking about dropping nothing off on you. He's saying that I am the gift that's on the inside of you. And yeah, y'all sit there and celebrate Christmas to my it's about Christ. But all them toys say your children. All them gifts say your wife, your husband. All them gifts say your friends. Where is the gift of God? Not according to our works. This statement should confuse some of us because folks have been telling us that they are so righteous by what they do. So they try to convince you that they so right. We need to follow them when Christ is the prototype. Yeah, I said it. He didn't say to look at another individual to be your example. This, ta this takes death, hell, and the grave off the table because the law said it's about what you do. And we are not under the law. We are under grace. What God has done through his son on our behalf. Do anybody in this place want it? It is possible that a lot that goes on in Jesus or God's name is not the true and living God. Is it possible? If I'm telling you this from the Bible, is it possible that a lot of things going on ain't God? Okay, okay. Now, now. Okay. So, not according to your works, but according to his own purpose. How God has determined to use the vessel or his temple. And according to his grace, as he influenced you. Grace means spiritual influence. So, it's according to how to use the temple, the body, and how he wants to guide you by his spirit. So, partner with the spirit by presenting your body as a living sacrifice and transforming your mind. Because you are the keeper of the vision which was given to us in Christ before uh, Jesus, before the world began. Meaning we partner with spirit regarding our life purpose in eternity. Before he formed us in our mother's womb, we were born with the seed of causation of everything spiritual. And this is the sole reason for accepting Christ as your savior because that which is inbuilt or hidden inside this earth suit is what needs to, is, is going to save us. Boy, y'all just too quiet for me. I said that that exists on the inside of you inbuilt that's hidden in us the, in this earth suit is what going to save us. First John chapter uh, five verse 10 says this, the one who believes in the son of God, except this truth, has the testimony of witness in himself. The one who does not believe God has made him a liar. So the ones that are waiting for God, for Jesus to crack the sky out of them, who is the liar? When the testimony is where it's in us, 
And he, the Bible says that. I didn't say it. And you don't, if you don't believe the testimony is in you, you have made God a liar because he has, has not believed in the testimony that God has given concerning his son. That means you're still trying to stand to, for, before God on your own works and not stand in and hide your life in Christ and let Christ present your case. And this is the record, the evidence. Here it is right here, that God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. It don't say we have to die and leave here to get eternal life. It says if the son of God exists in us and do the Christ consciousness, he says eternal life, once we get that, we have eternal life. And he that not the son of God have not the life. Ooh, I know that was a lie. So I wrote this down here for y'all. Why y'all paying folks to get from God? I'm going to keep right on ruling, moving. Verse 10, he says, but it's now. What does now mean? Does it mean when I die or does it mean tomorrow, Coop? Does it, does it mean uh, January 24th or 2024? What does now mean? This, what I just told y'all, if, if he's the one that saved us, he's the one called us, and, and he called us with a holy calling, meaning holy means he has set us aside for a specific use. He, verse 10 said, this is how manifestation of the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ will come into fruition in us. Here's the rock, dying to your works, accepting his invitation to be set aside for his use, and now being led by the Spirit. Allow me to show you how to be led by the Spirit. Revelation 1, the book that they told y'all to stay away from, Revelation just means reveals. It, that's more about the Spirit being revealed than the scriptures that you don't read. It's more about the appearance of the God, the Spirit that dwells on the inside of you coming into fruition. So Revelation 1, chapter 1, the revelations of, of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show us unto his service. Revelation means the unveiling of disclosure of truth making known to that which is hidden. So we skip down to verse 9 in Revelation chapter 1. He says, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, I accept the, uh, 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 what, I, the, what I have to go through to become because I know that my mind is going to start tripping on me for, uh, in order for me to be transformed. He says, but I accept that I'm your brother, I'm your companion in tribulation. I'm taking it all. And in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, he was in the aisles that is called Patmos. If y'all notice something, and I don't even know what he, if he even know what he said this morning. He says, if you were still your five senses, the spirit of God can rise up in you and say something, but you can't, he can't get a word in because you worry about what your taste, your, your seeing, your hearing, your touching, you worry about your five senses. But John says this, that he was in the aisle called Patmos. It was an island, a place in consciousness where you realize through the spirit that the corner man produces nothing. See, y'all ain't figured out that you keep being ghosts by you, you keep thinking it and you keep putting the work in, but it keep bringing you null and void. See, see, you when you when you separate yourself and you raise your level of consciousness through worship, through praise, and through worship, and you forget about what was done yesterday and what gonna happen when I leave here. I just need this moment to so that I can I can uh, detach from everything to get what God is saying to me right now. 
a place of consciousness where we realize our carnal man produces nothing for the, and then he says, says uh, 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 the, he was on the Isle of Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He went to the Isle of Patmos for the word of God and the testament, the witness that was going to be made on the inside of him. Why? Because I said earlier, we are, we always are going to be influenced by something. But if you will settle yourself down and raise your level of consciousness, you'll begin to hear the voice on the, insi in, on the inside of you. And that voice is the seed. He said, I'm here for the word of God and for the testimony that you say is on the inside of me. How many times do you just stop? How many times do you, you, you take time out and say, these two hours right here belong to God? No, when I get out from work, I'm do this, this, and this. When I get home, I'm tired, I'm going to bed. We have prayer, we have this. You got to do it for yourself. John said, I took time. I went, I went and told my carnality to go sit down. You ain't going to torment me. And I'm here for the word of God and for the testimony of the Christ that you say on the inside of me, still in Revelation. Verse 10, he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. See, we don't have enough Lord's day. We, the Lord's day is a state of mind that has released its own personal thoughts and activities to come into alignment with the spirit, the voice within me, making time to connect with God. That's the reason why I told you I don't have no little blue pill or magic for you. You got to take time out your busy schedule. To hear, because the testimony, the Bible says, and I didn't write this down, but the scripture says that, that, that uh, 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 it is God who testifies who we are in us. It's not me telling y'all who y'all are. Uh-huh, I'm going to cut up all that stuff today. Here, I'm going to give you $100. Now tell me something good. Make time. So he says this. He says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a voice as of a trumpet. I'm a, I ain't got time. I heard a voice as of the trumpet. The voice sounded like a trumpet. Verse 11 saying, I'm Alpha, beginning, and Omega, the end, the first, and the last. And then he says this, because if you make time for God, for the voice of God within you, and then you, you, I'm here for the word of God, and then and for the testament, testimony that the Christ lives on the inside of me. He says, when you get to that place and you hear the voice, that's the reason why voice is so important. So you got to get grandma them out your head. You got to get all that religion out your head that speak to you. You got to get all that, that experience out your head. You got to get all what society got going on and what they saying on the news, because it's a voice that's waiting on your arrival. So he says, what thou see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches. What thou see, and you can't see this with your natural eye. Where's the kingdom of God? It's not here and it's not there. It's within me. So he says, write this to the seven churches that are uh, in Asia. And for your time, you go back and find out what those seven churches is. And then John say, and I turn 
to see the voice that spake to me. That means you got to give attention to, you got to give focus to. You turn means to change, to, to, to repent. Repent, change your mindset to the voice. Face the voice. See your true self. Oh, God. And, 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 and he says, and, when I, and, and, and to see the voice that spake with me and, begin, and, and being turned, this is what he saw when he heard the voice. And we know he heard the breath. We know we can't, we can't see breath. Oh, God. We, we can't see it, we can hear, but when he turned, he says, this is what I perceive. I perceive seven golden candlesticks, meaning uh, this, this is a portable lamp or, or illuminator. And verse 13, in the midst, in the middle of the seven candlesticks, one looked like unto the Son of Man. Oh, God, clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps, meaning the breast, with the, with the girdle. When I turn and saw the voice, when I make time for God, the son of man will appear yeah. yes. oh god y'all too slow this morning he says hair and his hair oh god you got me portion his hair were, were white like wool and it just turning to see the voice and, and 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 as white as snow and his eyes were a flame of fire and his feet like unto fire brass as if they burned it in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters my god and in his right hand seven stars and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength oh god and when i saw him my god do anybody want to turn and see the breath do if you'll just turn toward the voice something will appear he said when i realized when i saw him I fell at his, at his feet as dead. And his lay, he laid his right hand upon me. Right side of truth, meaning power and ability, saying to me, fear not. I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. So be it. And not only am I alive, I have the keys of hell and death. How many of us ready for the Isle of Patmos experience? I'm tired of all these voices that tell me who I'm not. I'm tired of all these voices that keep me thinking less than of myself. I'm ready to turn to the voice so that that that's on the inside of me, that that he gave me in eternity can appear. Yeah. Oh, God. But now, verse 10 by the second Timothy, made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Did I not just say what appeared? He said, when I turned to see the voice, I saw light. I saw myself in a different fashion and what it looked like. I just began to describe it to myself, and then it begins to speak to me facing it. You can't see it with your natural eyes. And your five senses ain't going to help you do nothing but be foolish. But this voice brings purpose, reason for your life. Back to verse 10. Now made manifest. We ain't waiting on this when we die. Now. Mm-hmm. Who had abolished death and had brought life and immortality to light 
Now, purpose and grace has been fully disclosed and realized by us through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death, making it null and void and brought life, unending existence. Meaning when you turn, that fire that needs rekindling in you, Timothy, that fire that needs to be a fan relit inside of you will cause you to see yourself in a different light and give up all this other stuff that you have added to your life unknowingly. He abolished, he ended the law of sin and death. That's the reason why there's no need of teaching the law. We need to, he did this through the gospel. And if the gospel is not being preached, how are you going to know that there's more to life than running from a devil? What kind of life is that? I mean, you set me up for torment. I'm already have some torment trying to transform. But now I got my own torment trying to transform, and I got what you're saying. And I believe you because you're my dad and my mama. I believe you because you're the preacher. I, I believe you because you've been saved longer than me. If they still teaching the law, the Bible says the veil is still over their flame. You, you more saved than they are. I'm going to keep right on going. He has taken away his sting and removed his curse and brought understanding. He ain't bringing stuff, y'all. He wants you to understand that what you have on the inside of you. So although I believe in shouting and praising God, but the Bible says in all that getting, he wants us to understand what we have so we can use it properly. Understand the light regarding spirit life and the incorruptible seed through the gospel. He said all this come through the gospel, the good news. I'm going to say this and I'm done. Do you, you don't ever wonder... Because I'm realizing the more I read the Bible, the more I realize people ain't reading the Bible. But have you, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. They take what's been passed down, what they were told. I'm going to ask you this. Go read the Bible and follow the life of Jesus. You do realize church was going on when Jesus showed up. But yet, he gonna say, you, Matthew, you, Mark, you, Luke, you, the 12 disciples, come follow me. And he established God's church through them 12. What about the church that was going on? I'm just asking for a friend. D, D, you gonna answer for him. What happened, what, what, what about the church that was going on in the synagogue? What about them? He didn't go there. As a matter of fact, he told them, I'm a physician. I came for the CNC. If you are right, I didn't come for you. Ooh! Go read it. He didn't even go to the church what they had going on, Cam. He established God's church. And then if you notice, he started training them. And they're your 12 powers. That sheet right back down on that table that y'all don't use need to be up on the refrigerator and read often. And it shows you throughout the body. Because when Jesus came, he says in Hebrew that everything that's going to be done, that's the reason why he went through the death barrier, the death and the torment on the, Christ, on the cross through his body. 
because he says this this is the temple that has to be beaten into subjection so everything that I take is going to be taken in this body to reshape to get it to desire God and to get me to think God in my mind so he went to the cross for us and he's showing us how to go to the cross and he went amongst a, a, a multitude of people and he pulled out the 12 that he was going to redeem. Oh, yeah. I meant to get in trouble. Ask me about it. I got, got some word for you. And, but what about the rest of them? They was, they was. and bucking and running and, and going on and Jesus down the street. Tell you, they was in there instead of going on. Woo! Then there's that's the anointing dripping in all. Side note, just because people can sing don't mean they're anointed to preach the gospel. Back. He chose us. He chose you. Now, do anybody have any questions about what I've said today? The Bible says if you're going to get understanding, then questions, you need understanding. So you, the Bible says that I should be equipped and ready to answer your questions. You don't offend me. You should ask questions. You, can, you should question everything I say and then question the answer. Because you're trying to get to something in you. We're not here to entertain each other. You can question me. Do anybody have any questions that they want to ask me? You can. I don't have. Go ahead. That's very significant. That's the spirit of God. And it's how many rivers, rivers in there are. Uh, we're going to talk about that. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll talk about that because you asked that. But that's the spirit within you in the different rivers that's, that's in, in the heavens. That's in the heavens. That's a good question. All that I get and get. Any questions? You're the keeper of the vision. Four, okay? Four very significant. Look that number up, too. And we'll talk about the purpose of them, okay? That, that's the flowing of the spirit within us. The Bible says he's multifaceted. He don't have, have one face. That's what be tripping us up. This him right here, anything out of this, out of all these chairs, this, 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 this God and all the other chairs is the devil. When the Bible say multi, meaning many, you get to know, you keep developing and growing, and you need to know, you get to know God on, on every level that you can possibly reach throughout your lifetime. Isn't that powerful? That's how powerful you are. Any other questions? Anybody want prayer? I don't do $100 lines. I don't have no gadgets to get you. Ain't nothing anointed about this. Sweat. I'm wet. 
I just went, you have it in you. You came here in built with it. So me putting this on you, I ain't gonna do nothing but make you smell like sweat and perfume. Anybody want me to pray with them? Yes, if I listen. And prayer is about not you petitioning God as to, aren't you tired of getting what you want and it not even giving you satisfaction as to you not getting the results that you want from the life? Prayer is about, you gotta, we gotta start positioning ourselves to spend time with God outside of the two hours that we do show up to church. No, I need time for God now. We ain't doing nothing. I ain't, I'm not doing on Tuesday, on Monday evenings from 5 to 9. Don't call me. I'm just saying, I got to set time, time aside to know what God is saying in me to get the plan for, for the day, for the week, for my life. And then I come back out and I go and I work what I heard. I work what I sense, what I see. What are you seeing spiritually? Are you seeing spiritually? That ain't nothing but saying, you know what? I have the opportunity to do so. It's no indictment or judgment. And y'all learn today, y'all ain't no wretch undone. Quit singing that. You a wretch that don't want to take the time to develop. Say that. Say that part. Ain't that right, D? Don't be, don't be acting like, I'm just a, a, a wretch undone. No, I'm a wretch that's not trying to figure out I'm a spirit. That I was born with something. I came here packed. And I need to find it. I want to tell you I'm proud of you. I know I pick at you. And you I know you say I'm hard on you. But baby, you zen. Creative, talented, gifted. Just need to align this mind. Keep putting the work in. Even when it looks like you're not even, when you fall and bust your head, wipe me, just tell you I didn't make it this time. You feel me? And then you got this young, smart, intelligent young lady right here. I'm telling you, you do it now, Bria will turn the world upside down. Because she'll know who she is at an early age. You understand what I'm saying? You don't let nobody talk you out of that what you have on the inside of you. Because you the one see it. That's the witness of God in you. That don't come from your that don't even come from your mama. And I want to tell you, I'm proud of you. Because you start, you start wanting to tell that don't work with me. You're a victor. You have won. Now you gotta work to win. I know how I am. Y'all say I have my foot on you. 
sometimes it looks you. like you are losing, but I promise you, it I just looks like you. I'm telling you, you got to keep putting one foot before the other, but you got to keep choosing God every time. Do y'all realize that a lot of that when we when we say we're going through things, that we're not going through anything that God has given us the opportunity to choose him? He's, and then if we don't choose him, that we on repeat, and repeat is a good thing. If I if I live through it and I wake back up again and I rise again, I get okay, I get a fresh start to choose him this day. He's trying to get you to know him. So we'll say we always say we going through stuff because that's what we've been conditioned to say. Only thing he's saying is I'm plowing, I'm turning your ground, the soul of your mind over so that you can see everything and put everything. I took away death and hell so you can see what's not like me in the light and discard and choose me y'all do understand that don't you so we're gonna stop judging people because you trying to find him yourself that's what amazes me so you got to keep choosing and when you don't choose you just gonna repeat it's, it's coming back around to give you the opportunity to do something you understand what i'm saying you we need come through you cannot base it on who you think you are where you come from your natural family you can't base it on anything tangible all you got the faith is just holding on to what you know to the idea that's it you do understand that right you don't you don't, see when you hear from God you don't run around and say what you think what you think what you think what you think you just get up and go get it done we, we need too many. We need you validated before you got here. So you feel me? Because if, if you... you that your mind, that, that your corner mind can only uh, 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 threaten you with death. You do realize that, don't you? Your corner mind can only threaten you with death. Let me tell you how crazy it is, though. 
you're already dead. Because your corner mind don't give you life. How you gonna threaten me with death? But what if you don't die? What, what if you go do it and you live through it? What if, what if it, it does flourish? What if it does work? What if? Are y'all understanding me? Threatening you with, they gonna know, they already know, folks knows it. Some people sitting right in here know who don't spit at on the sidewalk at Walmart right now and you in church. And Alec, I'm going to go in here and get my hair right because I forgot we were supposed to take the picture, okay? So don't leave. I'm going to go in here and work with it best I can. And I'm going to come back out when church is over with. Visitors, thank you. Hey, don't we work together? I kept looking. She work across the street. And I kept looking. So uh, so did you know this about me or you just find out? 